Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Names do you have for your pet? Snookums, Snooky, Petums, I don't know, whatever you call your pet. 651-641-1071. Holly wants to know what cutesy little names you got for your pants. Right, Holly? Good afternoon. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Holly. And Colleen will be back with us next week. Uh, Brian is here as well. Why are we asking this question, Holly? Because or should I call you as I like to around the office? Ooh, Holly Wabooch. <laughs> First, that's not true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, also, creepy record. that I would call you a pet name. Continue. <laughs> so, last night I was talking with my pets, and I realized... As you do. As one does, I call them many different names. So, your pet probably has an official name. For example, Bradley, you have a dog named Louise. Louise Catherine. Louise oh. Catherine, if you're fancy yes. like that. However, I'm sure that you have other names... That you call Louise Catherine. Oh, like a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. What are they? Well, I mean, Wheezy for sure. Yes. That's, that's the one that, you know, we allow in public. You know, that's the one that, you know, like, oh, we call her Wheezy. And everybody's like, oh, that's so cute. But then there's like all of the, you know, um, varieties of. Um, okay. So, you know how like, I, I don't know where this came from, but you know, like how you can call uh, a pussy cat, like, you know. Pussy puss or something like that, right? Yes. We do that with Louise and it'll come out like, you know, varieties of cutie puss and things like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Snuggle puss. Oh, that's and so cute. Puss. See, and you have to. Here's the thing. 651-641-1071. If you want to call in and share your pet's alternate names, the request is, is that you say it in the manner that you actually address yeah. the pet as because you don't talk to your pet in the way that I'm talking to you, Bradley, right yeah. now. Maybe you do, but I doubt it. You have <laughs> yeah, pet yeah. voices. Oh, oh yes. everyone does. Of Everybody course. has oh, a yeah. pet voice, you know, because there's lots of animals in my life. You know, I've got cats. There's dogs. My sister has a dog, uh, you know, and my nephews, Jasper, Crosby, they take wonderful care of that dog. Django, he's also called Guy. Oh, and he's hey, a good. Guy. Hey, you, Guy. What do you call him? Django. Django. Okay. Yeah. So you I don't have him. any cute names. No, I don't. But, you know, for my cats, you know, there's Singer, Boo, Singer Boo. Singer Boo. Yeah, Boo's a good one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, right. a, there's all, like, variations with, like, little bits and pieces, like Boo or, you know, um, I don't know. There's just a, a ton. Yeah. Boo, Little Boo, Guy. 
all those things. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's really cute. And, you know, you have those conversations with your pets and they probably are just like, oh, my gosh, what is this ape doing talking to me and yeah. making fun of me? <laughs> be like, I feed you. We, so be thankful. We have plenty of people on the phone lines. Uh, 651-641-1071. If you want to make a fool of yourself and perform your pet names, for your pet. Let's go to the phones and uh, talk to Linda. All right, Linda, what are you calling your pet in the privacy of your own home? Well, we have a little Shih Tzu, a male. His actual name is Bailey, but my daughter has nicknamed him Handsome Pants. Aww. So she just goes around the house calling me Mr. Handsome Pants. Exactly. Absolutely. (laughs) That's wonderful. Thanks, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Yes. Thanks. Let's go to Adam and find out the nickname Adam has for his pet. Hey, Adam, what's what's your pet name for your pet? Hey, Bradley. Joe and I call our golden retriever puppy, whose name is River. We call her Mouse. Oh. We say Mousy. Now, okay, so where did Mouse come from? Because I I feel like half the time it you know it it comes out of some random. You know, moment that you're just like, I'm going to start calling you. When mouse. she was a puppy, she used to hide underneath the couch, and we just started calling her Mousy. And she's got those big ears that kind of resemble one, so that has stuck. Aww. Yeah, my parents also have a dog uh, named Luna, and we always call her Goose. And my uh, my parents now even call her Goose. That is so crazy because we also refer to Wheezy as Goose on occasion. I wonder if, if that's just, that must just be a common dog nickname. Adam, thanks for, so much for calling in and uh, all the best hey. to you and Joe. Thanks. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, it's fascinating how these nicknames evolve over time and that guaranteed if you have a pet you call that pet five different things at any yeah, given point in time like, you know some variety of pants fancy pants lover pants you know uh cuddle pants clown pants? furry pants, clown pants. <laughs> sensible pants no but you know like um, I but call in the my same way slacks goose you know like oh cutie goose or mr gus or but bussy gus and it just becomes this like sort of onomatopoeic alliterative um you know experience of yeah. throwing syllables together in some form of you know adoration towards your pet let's go back to the phones holly wants to know what nicknames you are calling your pets by who is uh who do we got next here noel let's take noel's call uh noel tell holly what you're calling your pets okay so my dog is named monkey and we kind of call him everything from like Munkachu to uh, Choopy Choops to <laughs> Senior Choops a lot. Yes. To, I mean, I can't even. There, there's just a million. Mr. Monk, Chonk, all those things. Right. Just turns into all the things, all the love. Oh, that's so sweet, Noel. Thank you so much for calling and sharing. Yeah. Yep. And we've got. Let's go to Mary. Mary's on the line, and we'll find out. Uh, from Mary, what she refers to her, or how she refers to her pet. Mary, tell Holly what you're calling your pet. Hello. 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 I'm going to do it backwards. Do so, it. So, what I call them is White Kitty and Cray Kitty. And their real names are Skits and Neuro. Oh, okay. So, how did you come up with those nicknames? Um,. The nicknames were when they were the kittens were young, and I would say, "Hey," to my son, 
Where are the calves? Which one? I'm like, gray kitty. <laughs> Which one? White kitty. So now it's just gray so kitty, white kitty. I would take them to the vet, and their names were Skits and Neuro, and the vets would laugh. <laughs> and I thought, well, hello. And I went to name my black kitty Manic, and my daughter went, enough of the mental disorders. Oh. <laughs> so, you, so you've got a... So there you go. All right. Thank you, <laughs> thank Mary, you, for Mary. sharing the nicknames you're calling your pet. I Thank you. I also um, pulled up, because this, this happened on Instagram. Did you guys see this Instagram thing where you're supposed to put your pet's actual name versus the names you you know, call them. And so this reminded me of the question that you had for listeners today, Holly. Yeah. And I found, I was reminded of the other things. Cause you know, I also have that recall issue where you ask like, what do you call your pet? I kind of forgot. But some of the other ones that we called wheezy, um, stinker, stinky, stink. So varieties of the word stink. Oh, she sounds like such a delight. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you've given her a bath stinker, recently. Stinky, stinky thing. <laughs> and does she respond to all the names? No, not really. No, okay. I mean, unless you've got food, then she'll respond. You could call her Alfred and she would respond, right? She would respond to the opening of a treat jar. Holly, uh, what's your favorite pet nickname for your kitty cats? Well, Singer, like I said, Boo, Little Boo, Singer Boo, Boo. yes. And then there's Sergeant, Sarge, Sergeant, the most beautiful cat in the world is also one of them. And you just, yeah, those are my nicknames for my guys. Brian, do you have a pet? I did have a golden retriever growing up, and his government legal name was Sir Toblerone. (laughs) But uh, you went by Toby. Oh, okay. Oh, cute. Mm -hmm. Sir Toblerone. I love it. Um, All right. Let us move along. And thank you all for calling and sharing your adorable, lovable pet names. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need to talk about Kim and Kanye. I know. I know. You'd prefer not to. But we do have a story we need to share. It was actually... So important to the news uh, environment that we live in that uh, Holly actually saw the story as reported on the CBS Morning News. So I think correspondent Holly Roberts uh, and myself will share all the details when we return right here on My Talk 1071. I'd much rather just not talk about this next story because... Oh no, poor Holly just had an accident. Okay, we'll talk about that instead. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's snowing outside. It does that this time of year. Be safe out there. Looks a little uh, crazy. However, um, and stay tuned to my talk 1071 because Brian will probably have some weather updates for you. If not, head to KSTP Channel 5 Eyewitness News. They always got the weather for you. Woo! Holly, are you back now? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> what happened? My microphone popped off. It literally just fell, didn't it? Yeah. Well, all right. I, I got it back on. I'm glad you're back. And I want to tell you all about the fact that Kanye bought a house across the street from Kim Kardashian. So I know, I know you're really excited. So am I. But here's how I know. Because the tabloids told us Kanye West, according to TMZ, has uh, moved in across the street from Kim. He bought a four and a half million dollar house across the street from his estranged wife. That's according to Daily Mail. This home is about thirty six hundred square feet, five bedrooms. He paid about four hundred thousand plus over asking. So we know that the real estate market in L.A. is the same as it is everywhere. Uh Um, Apparently, Kanye, this is so weird. I don't think it's weird, but I also think it's weird. So really quickly, just to say the part that I think is uh, not weird is like they have kids. Would it surprise you that Kanye would want to have a place that's close by where Kim lives so that when he wants to be with the kids, he doesn't have to be with Kim? 
that's not surprising at all. That's fair, right? And you're rich. You can buy a four and a half million dollar house across the street or down the block or whatever. Right? You can make it happen. That just seems normal. Mm-hmm. But the the I shouldn't say the weird part, but the thing that I wonder is, is this just like like a real estate thing? Because I feel like the other thing with the Kardashians, much like a lot of insanely rich people, is that anytime you find these house purchase stories, I'm like, is that really a story about them like buying a house like you and I would buy a house? Or is this just like... I want to increasingly buy all the land in and around a particular area, buy it up and, you know, or like buy it up, resell it. Like, I don't know if we have any understanding and it doesn't seem like it that he this is going to be like his main home because it's a four and a half million dollar house. This guy owns, you know, homes that are worth. Well, he just bought a Malibu beach house for like 50 some million for 57 million dollars. And Kanye put his month, no, Wyoming ranch on the market. So he's moving on from that phase of his life and he's relocating back to Southern California. But there's a lot of pieces moving. And anytime a lot of real estate pieces move, move, Bradley, to your point, you're just like, huh, what, what, what is going on here? And particularly with anyone in the Kardashian Jenner family. Like remember, like Kylie Jenner bought a piece of dirt at one point, like last year, and you're just like, okay, really? uh, There have been rumors, money laundering. I mean, there's just a lot of we have a lot of questions about all of this, and you know, I suppose just because he bought this house doesn't mean you know he might just be like you and me and taking out a mortgage and financing all this stuff. It doesn't mean necessarily that he's just plunking down cold hard cash for this. But I think at this story, I'm also very curious because. It's the house that Kanye bought is a cute Rambler ranch home. Yeah. Again, it's like four and a half million in that part of L.A. is probably like a middle class home. Like, okay, maybe it's a little bit more than that, but not far away. Uh, Right. Like four and a half million dollars, a 30 some hundred square foot five bedroom home is not like luxury living by any stretch of the imagination for people of Kanye West's socioeconomic status right mm-hmm. but what's interesting too in the telling of this is like oh well this is just a tear down for him he's not going to actually live in this house he bought the house so that he can tear it down and he can build another compound in any way that he sees fit so again i don't think we know exactly what the purpose of this purchase was but whenever you have somebody like kanye or kim or chris jenner buying real estate i don't think it's typically going to be for the same reasons that you and I like, I don't think it's as simple as like, I just want to be close to my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't think anything is, is that simple, but that's the sort of Hollywood storyline that we're going to tell ourselves. Yeah. That's the TMZ storyline. Well, Bradley, it was just like we were talking about at the end of the blind eye didn't segment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Last hour that there are lots of complicated business ventures concerning the Kardashians and any number of people. And so to make it look as simplistic as this, it's like, well, that's just for us to read and to digest and to ponder and pontificate about. And then there's the actual story that's happening behind the scenes. I don't know where the Venn diagram is with all of that and what's the actual true reality. It's probably somewhere in the middle. I, but, but to your point, I'm far more interested in like the sausage and how it's made celebrity sausage and how it's made behind the scenes. Cause you know, there are so many people, you know, the wealth management of Kim Kardashian, Chris Jenner at Al, along with people like, uh, Chris or excuse me, Kanye West, like that to me would be far more fascinating. Oh yeah. Like who's, whose financial management spell are they under in terms of the philosophy they have for wealth management? It's, because oh, it's yeah. on a level that you and I, and most people listening, Cannot relate to. No, it's like I find $20 in an old winter coat and I think I'm Scrooge McDuck. Yes! Yes! You're like (laughs) jumping around in piles of pennies. Thank you. (laughs) And it's obviously like this is a fascination to a lot of people. And I say this, Bradley, because our territory is being encroached on in the world of celebrity news. Oh, why do you say that? Because this, this... This story, Bradley. So we're in the in-between right now, meaning we're in the in-between week between Christmas and New Year's. And it's a slow news day. And I've got a personal beef with CBS Mornings. Oh, okay. Because... And is it like the B-Squad? You know, is it the the vacation uh, crew that shows up for this? Or is Gail uh, at the helm? No, Gail's on vacation. Okay. She cut out. She was like, bye. I've got to go introduce my grandbaby to Oprah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. No, but there were the three anchors on CBS mornings and they were sitting around and talking about this very story. What was there? Did they have a particular angle uh, beyond anything we've already mentioned or? No. Okay. No, they barely had any angles. And to them, I say, please, my friends over at CBS mornings. Leave it to us. We could almost do this. I wish we had a stinger for like CBS News because we like, let's come back from break and pretend we're on CBS News because the way you report this is like super beyond easy. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, it's literally just as simple as in other news, Kanye West has purchased the home across the street from his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. What do you think this says about their divorce, Holly Roberts? Yes. What is the hard-hitting news? What do you think this has to say with California real estate, the state of a divorce in 2021, and also Kim Kardashian's Balenciaga onesies? Your hot take after the break. Yeah. Well, and I think that that the reaction was probably just as simple as, oh, you know, I'm sure he wants to be close to his kids. That's fine. Hey, look, as far as celebrity goes, Bradley... Look to us for the deep dive, the hard hitting. Yeah. Although we didn't really do that. No. No offense, okay. but oh. don't promise the thing we can't offer. Uh. We don't promise to go deep. No! Unless it's in the shallow yeah. end of the pool, because we do that on a regular basis. In fact, we have a podcast called Go Deep in the Shallow. Listen to it wherever podcasts are. When we come back, thank you, Holly Roberts. When we return, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them. Super. Right here on My Talk 1071. Back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. I hope you are surviving this holiday 
experience we're all having. It's that in-between times where yeah. we're not really sure which end is up. I don't know. But I do know that you can expect uh, the same level of care and detail uh, for every segment of the Colleen and Bradley show during this week that you've come to expect most weeks, which frankly is not uh, expecting a lot. But we're going to do it right now with a little celebrities behaving badly. We like to call them D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Holly, who's your D-bag? Oh, well, frequent flyer Kim Kardashian. Oof. Oof. Oh, wait, no, that's, sorry, I think you wanted this. Wait, oh. Thank you, Brad. There we go. Kim Kardashian is my D-bag of the day because of what she did on her Instagram stories. What did she did? She spoiled Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, what now? The biggest movie of the the year. Box office movie of the last (laughs) two years. Yeah, and the biggest movie ever, I think, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I believe, Brian, you just said that in a Dirt Alert update. Billion dollars. Oh yeah, that's a lot of money. A billion dollars is a lot of money, and that's a lot of butts and seats. Yeah, and a lot of people are really liking this. Now, this movie came out, but less than two weeks ago, so it's still within, I would believe, the relative window of time of spoiler alerts, at least for big major motion pictures. Now, usually, I am of the mind that you are responsible for your own spoiler alerts, meaning that if there's something that you really want to watch and it has a lot of buzz about it. Then you got to kind of, you know, manage where you go in social media in the world so that you're not spoiled. Yeah. But Kim Kardashian just slapped mega spoilers on her Instagram story. Okay, how how did she do that? You're not expecting a Spider-Man spoiler alert on Kim Kardashian's Instagram story. Of all the places I go on the internet, I'm not expecting to have my Spider-Man spoiled Yeah, Kim Kardashian's social media. Thank you. Well, she began taking photos of the screen... Of the movie. Also, we don't do that. Thank right? you. We don't. We just don't do that in general. <laughs> no. It's a right? many-layered thing. She, I take it she wasn't at a theater? Uh, she might have been at a theater, remember. Kim Kardashian went to a movie theater in Staten Island with Pete Davidson. Oh! That's right! So she does go to the movies. But she shared these screenshots to her 273 million followers. And I'm not going to tell you what she shared... Because that would be rude. Yeah, no, that'd be hilarious if you were like, and she shared <laughs> when Spider-Man... And she shared... <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank exactly. you. Now, she realized her mistake, and she deleted the post shortly after uploading oh, them, no. but it was This was like when late. she posted the like cocaine on the buffet, but do you remember that? Like, there was this whole conspiracy theory that she had posted a photo with, like, lines of cocaine in the background. Really? But then oh. she was like, no, this is just the grout. Or I don't even remember what the <laughs> real story was, but she, like, they took the photos down. Oh, here it is. So this was in 2017, Bradley. Kim Kardashian's marble table and cocaine conspiracy theory explained. So there's a picture of her taking a selfie, and in the background, you can see on a table what... 
Okay. I, I, see, I told you. <laughs> Look. I had the same reaction, okay? I've watched a lot of movies that were set in the 80s on Wall Street. Yeah. Okay, so I've seen a few I mean, things. I've lived through the 80s. I saw some things on tables. <laughs> so, yeah. What did, and I don't know what she eventually I don't remember what away. the explanation was, which was actually kind of valid, but at the same time, it was like, oh, uh, okay. That looks like some coffee. That's really cute. Now, you can't explain Kim Kardashian posting screenshots of a giant screen in a movie theater containing massive spoilers on your Instagram stories. That's not an oopsie. It's like when you post a photo of something you see in like a bathroom stall and you don't realize there's a glare. And, you know, like, like, it's just that thing, like, there's a glare meaning you can then see you posting in, you know, because you're not wearing pants and you're sitting on the toilet. (laughs) Like, it, it's just that thing where you post it and you don't look at the thing you're posting and think about, like, how is this going to appear in the world, right? Yeah, well, like, maybe I could just, maybe I shouldn't post this thing. Thank you. I'd also like to add to my debug list, it's Page Six who published the story because then they published the screenshots. Of course. And of now course. I've seen them. Of course. Thank you, Page Six. And now you don't need to go watch well, Spidey. I still like Spider-Man. He's my favorite in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I will say Spider-Man, Batman. Those are two superhero franchises that I will uh, continually watch. I haven't seen the new Spidey yet, but I probably will at some point because I do. Those are the two that I go for. All the Avengers and things. I I can't keep them all straight in my head. Too many. It's too many. And you have like all these people flying out of nowhere. I will say I did enjoy the Iron Man movies. Oh, yeah. You know, even Gwyneth Paltrow. Even as, uh, Pepper Potts, she did a great job. Yeah, when you need a flow diagram in order to go see a movie, it's just kind of like yeah. the, the aversion to Game of Thrones, too. Yeah. If I need to study and do my homework when I'm just trying to watch something on a Sunday night on HBO, I'm tired. Also, I'm tired. I, I do appreciate that level of fandom if that's yes. your thing, but you can't. I can't have multiple ones. I've got Lord of the Rings. I've got Doctor Who. I can keep all those universes straight. I, I don't have enough for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yeah, there's just not enough for real estate. a lot of it. The family tree is too big. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And there's like multiple versions of this thing. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I know. It's, it's, it's tiring. I'm sorry to tire everyone, but uh, don't go to page six and read about this story you. if you don't want spoilers to Spider-Man No Way Home because I'm literally looking at these screenshots in front of my face, although I will say that there were rumors about certain things and I just, I don't Come on, Kim. Come on, Kim. Do better. Yeah. You know who else should do better? What? Who? Who? Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis. I know. You're like, what is a Jeff Lewis? The guy lives down my street. No, not your neighbor, Jeff Lewis. The star of Flipping Out. So Jeff Lewis is one of those people. He's a reality star uh, for a number of reasons, but he also has a Sirius XM radio show. And we talked about him in the past because he has like a, a... I don't know if they were married at some point, but like a former partner that he has a child with. And there was like this drama relationship drama. Well, that has nothing to do with the story, but that's who Jeff Lewis is. The reason we're talking about him today is because of something he talked about on his Sirius XM show Mm -hmm. following a holiday party. Now, a lot of people had a holiday party over the holidays. Yeah. Have you noticed anything weird in the world going on right now? Hmm. Well, well, hmm. CBS Mornings talking about Kim and Kanye. That <laughs> Not was Kim weird. and Kanye, but like um, if I were to say, what's the biggest story of the moment? You well, might yeah, say all that you, one thing. Yeah. Uh, you know the continuation <laughs> of the global pandemic that's been yes! almost happening for two years. <laughs> Thank you. Headline: 
Flipping Out star Jeff Lewis has COVID-19 after a party that was, quote, almost worth dying for. No. So, <laughs> no, Jeff, Jeff, page six, Jeff. Jeff Lewis hosted a, quote, super spreader event, his words, that he says was, quote, almost worth dying for. Nope. So I read this and I was like, ah, uh, I have heard of bad taste and bad, you know, like uh, humor before. Yeah. But I must understand the context in which these words came out of one's mouth. So apparently he threw a holiday party for his employees. That happened. Like people have been doing that again this year. And a lot of caveats and a lot of precautions. Some people just canceling them outright, but others taking measures, whatever. Here's what he says of the party that they had on December 21st. Quote, that was an epic party. It was so worth almost dying for. A bash, by the way, that resulted in several of his colleagues contracting coronavirus. He went on to explain that his co-host... Like, this is one of those moments where I had to read the story and go... "It, it Does my head feel like it's going to explode because it should feel like it's going to explode? Or are we just so numb to what's actually... Like, I couldn't understand where the outrage was coming from, but it uh-huh. was just bubbling up as I read the story. Cause he on goes on times, yeah. to talk about how his co-host assistant and an actress and a star of Shaws of sunset all became ill after attending this event along with his on again, off again, boyfriend quote Thursdays when everyone started testing positive, revealing that a third of the attendees ended up getting COVID. Uh, we also have a lot of people with symptoms who haven't tested positive yet. Okay. This is totally relatable because a lot of people had these parties a lot of people did things. We're all doing things. We all get it. But at the same time, we're all aware that's a risk. Yep. We take precautions. Mm-hmm. All of those things, right? Re- yep. I don't want to say totally relatable, but at least understandable in this moment. You find yourselves in situations that may yeah. have no judgment. Risk. No judgment. Uh-huh. You uh, People made choices. No judgment. But then I read these words. <laughs> Quote, I don't regret it, by the way. People are saying this. this was reckless and stupid. No, we're not bleepers. We were all vaccinated. We had a nurse there testing all of us before we went in the door. I thought we were being responsible. Okay, even that I'd be like, okay, you did some things. Mm -hmm. You sound a little defensive. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. And frankly, maybe don't sound defensive because it makes you sound like you feel like you did something wrong. Yeah. But again, no judgment. None. Even though I'm I'm judging. Continue. (laughs) Christmas Eve. I tested uh, negative, so I went to my family Christmas dinner. I wore a mask. I stayed distance, and then I started feeling sick. I went home early. My fever went up. Blah, blah, blah. He talks about how he was in terrible shape, right? So, like, he's vaccinated. He did all these tests, but he still got sick, and he still felt terrible. And his partner had to do all these things. And he talked about how at some point he felt like he was going to wake up the next day and uh, or not wake up the next day and be dead, right? Mm-hmm. But then... But then to go on and say, I don't regret this, and it was a party that was totally worth dying, almost worth dying for, it's like the level of like, so I don't want to judge what you did, but maybe you could at least understand why right now you don't want to say things like when a bunch of other people got sick, right, which may have led to even more people beyond that party getting sick that you don't know or are responsible for. Maybe this is not the moment to be like, oh, this party was to die for. Literally. <laughs> because I'd like to. I don't know that this is the moment for that kind of humor. I mean, better words. Right. Been said. Right. Like, like uh-huh. you know, wow, we made a choice. We felt good about it. 
if I had things to do over again, I probably wouldn't because I feel terrible that everybody got sick. And now we're resting. We're doing what we need to do because Jeff Lewis, Jeff, honey, I'd like to bring the uh, to your attention because I know that you're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, pulled up the current statistic, Bradley. Oh, God. From the New York Times yeah. over on Google.com. I'd like to tell Jeff Lewis that right now, in the United States alone, 817,000 people have actually died yeah. from COVID. Yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Again, I just maybe because now yeah. what he's done is given him, uh, you the opportunity to, to make that point, which is real and a thing. Mm-hmm. But like. Don't seem so flippant about something that's actually killing actual people. Yeah. And while you may have been fine, maybe realize that the reason you were fine is because you made some choices and talk about those choices being good choices. Mm -hmm. But still, I I did also want to say one other thing that he brought up in this story. Again, we're talking about Jeff Lewis and his kind of assy comments about um, surviving his holiday party. Um, he goes on to confirm that for the time being, he's also going to be distancing from his five-year-old daughter, Monroe, who's been staying with her other dad, Gage Edward. Quote, I don't want her to get sick, and I also don't want to take care of her because I don't have any nannies. Mm-hmm. Do you have that eye roll, Brian? Oh, yeah. At the ready? Oh, yeah, right here. Oh, jeez. He goes, uh-uh. I'm down to two. Nannies? Nannies. And if anything happens to those two... I'm not going to be able to feed myself. I don't know who's going to be able to take care of me. Do one more time for you. I also think about all of my friends right now. cringe. Who are parents to young children, the same age as Jeff Lewis, multiple children, working full time, (laughs) having to deal with the realities. I can't, I don't want to parent my daughter right now because I don't want to get... Which really just means I don't want to be around the two nannies that are taking care of my daughter right now because I don't want them to get sick. Oh, thanks. I'm sure they're so (laughs) so grateful you're not around, probably for a half dozen other reasons. I would like to uh, (laughs) offer a suggestion to Jeff Lewis, and I would say, hey, why don't you keep isolating yourself forever? Oh, 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 we don't have to hear. (laughs) <laughs> and we know how Holly Roberts feels. You know, I just spit candy out of my mouth for you people. Just want you to understand the level of commitment I have to this job. Good afternoon. It's true. And welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I just thought you deserved to hear the next story without me going. <laughs> oh, yeah, candy, so nice. Oh, yeah. So we've got so many D bags, Holly. So many D Do you want to do a double down or do you just want to? Well, how do you want to deal with all of these D-bags we've forgotten about from 2021? Yeah, why don't we do a D-bag double down? Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Because I've got a couple... 
Oh, sorry, well, I just threw that in there for good measure. I mean, we sure do got a couple of heifer of a stories hey, here. Oh, hey, hey, we're going to milk them for all their worth hey, because oh. it's the in between week. Moving right along. Do you guys remember a guy named Jensen Carp? No. Jensen Carp. Jensen Carp. Is that like those flying carp? Might ring a bell. I don't know. Flying your boat. You know those carp? The carp that like jump in your boat and hit you and knock you out of the boat? And then yeah, the fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually a human being. Oh, okay. Oh. Who's Jensen Carp? No, uh, he didn't even play the Incredible Mr. Limpet. A fish. Fictional fish. No, that was... Uh, okay, bye. That was Don Knotts. That was Don Knotts. May he rest in peace. In between week. Uh, Jensen, <laughs> Jensen Carp. Who's Jensen Carp? <laughs> He's a cinnamon toast crunch shrimp guy. Do you remember that story? Oh, yes. Now, if I remember correctly, and I'm probably remembering incorrectly, he found a shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch. Yes. Or a shrimp tail. Shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch box. Now, this happened back in March. And lest you forget, this caused quite the controversy when it first happened because this guy randomly tweets a photograph of some sugary looking shrimp tails that were swimming amongst his cinnamon toast crunch cereal. Now they're laying yeah, and like on a the weird counter. piece of string and like potentially a toenail. Yeah, and he prefaces it by saying this is not a bit, but turns out it was totally a bit. Yeah, I don't remember oh. that part. All I remember is something happened and people were like, oh, he did things. And then all of a sudden he ran away. Right. I don't remember the trajectory of the story, though. I remember like Cinnamon Toast Crunch was like, that ain't real. Mm-hmm. Put up or shut up. And then people were like, also, I worked with him and he was a horrible person. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it and then it cascaded in the way that only stories like this in 2021 can happen. Yeah. Turns out Jensen Carp is pretty crappy. Ba-dum-ts. No. Oh, because Carp? Crappies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. I, I did not. Fish. Crappy. In, in I get it. Week. Isn't it crappy? Crappy. Yeah. Say crappy. No, I, I'm just giving you. I'm giving you crap. Hey. Hey-o. Oh my goodness. So I just wanted to remind everyone that this was a thing and a little follow up on this guy Jensen Carp because, like you said, Bradley, this narrative of the cinnamon toast crunch shrimp tail debacle. God, if you just dropped a needle on this show and this is where you came in, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, We're... if this is where you came to humanity to understand what's going on on planet Earth, if you're an alien from another universe, you're like, uh, what? A man found shrimp tails in his box of cereal and then was, you know, uh, silenced by Twitter for his previous work behavior. I mean, it's it's weird, man, the world we live in. It has been a weird world. Now, a little follow up. His Twitter has gone radio silent since March. After the fact that people called him out for not being a nice person, it was pretty clear. He never admitted that this was fake, but there was no follow-up. There was no whatever. It's pretty obvious now looking at this that we had been had by the Cinnamon Toast Crunch shrimp guy. Yeah, so had in the sense that... I mean, this is a person who write. He's a TV writer, uh, a, a comedian, quote comedian. unquote. Like he was a writer, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. this just seemed like a bit from the get go. Even though he was at pains to say it wasn't a bit, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. what's the chance that that the person who gets the shrimp tails in their cinnamon toast crunch box was, 
you know, a writer in Hollywood. Yeah, well, and in all the things that he subsequently claimed were also in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal, he thought that there were insects baked in. Also, he said this weird cinnamon-covered pea thing. And he kept on doubling down on this. I wish this was a joke. This isn't a joke, blah, blah, blah. And then getting General Mills involved in all of this and setting off a series of PR crisis uh, messages from them being like, well, we got to take this very seriously because this is you're jeopardizing our public name and the quality of our product by you putting out these messages on Twitter. Yeah, God. Yeah, this I don't has know. Been I just, a year. It's been a year. What else did we forget? Demi Lovato's Froyo beef. Oh yeah, remember? Didn't she, she she went after a Froyo place because they had like skinny options or something. Yes, what was it? like skinny flavors or I don't know. So this all happened in April, Bradley. I don't know what was happening to us last spring, but we a were lot. yeah we were having a hard time dealing with life, including but not limited to Demi Lovato, who said. Finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from the Big Chill, which is a Froyo place in Los Angeles, when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you get to the counter. Do better, please. So Demi Lovato thought that they were calling out diet culture and all these things when it was like, hey, this is just an option that a store is selling because they want to maximize their profit and reach customers wherever they happen to be. Yeah, and I think people really quickly pointed out, like, hey, Demi Lovato, I think this is not the issue that you think this is. This might be a little misdirected. Yeah. And they, I think, ultimately sort of walked back their claims. Yes, exactly. Demi Lovato eventually just walked away from it. Yeah. And this and has been a do. weird year. Because we've had too many of these stories. Yeah. We need, I, we need to walk away. Bye, 2020. <sighs> but don't worry. We still have a whole other hour. Woo-hoo! When we come back, what was your favorite holiday gift so far this year? 651-641-1071. We're talking holiday gifts. Find out what Chris Jenner got her family.